All right, everybody. Hello. What's up? It is JB, and it is the time now, 1027. Uh, this is 27 minutes after I wanted to start recording this, but who cares? We're going now. Uh, basically, in essence, what we're going to try to do tonight for our Saturday Night Contest, we have a roundtable discussion tonight with Andre. Andre Jick, he is on the line right now. Andre, say hello. Hey, what's up, guys? So he is here. And we also have a special guest. We have Richard. Richard, are you on the line, too? Can you hear me? Yep. Bingo. So we've got two guests tonight as a bonus. I didn't even mention this before, mainly because I didn't think of it till like 20 minutes ago, but also because I wanted a surprise factor. And essentially what we're going to do is I've got a 20-minute clock up on my computer, and we're going to get through as many questions as we possibly can within 20 minutes. Richard is going to be asking questions from towards the, the end of the thread um, around this. I think there's seven pages, around 60-something, 70-something questions right now. And I'm going to start in the front of the thread, and we're going to get through as many questions as possible in 20 minutes. That is starting right now. The clock is ticking. Uh, but before we get to some of the questions, uh, Andre, if you just want to give everybody an overview of who you are, how you got started in this whole thing, and uh, why the hell we're talking to you right now. All right. Hi, guys. My name is Andre Jick. Uh, I graduated from high school in 2008, just this year. And uh, basically how I got started was uh, I actually, in 2002, Illusionist, I, I was browsing for uh, free magic tricks. And uh, back then it was actually hard or difficult finding tricks because, you know, the art form wasn't so developed, but uh, as uh, time went on, I stumbled upon a, a thread, a forum thread uh, entitled Cobra Cut, and I ventured into it, and I got interested in it, and I saw DeVoe perform it on his website, and ever since, uh, I kind of got hooked, and ironically, became my first uh, flourish that I ever learned, so. Um, as a segue from that, I think it's kind of like a perfect intro into the first question that I got here, which is the uh, first reply to the thread. Uh, it's by JJTEE. And he's asking why cards. Like, was it something about uh, flourishing in cardistry? What made that catch your eye as opposed to something more magic related or or whatnot? Well, cardistry because uh, it was Devoe. I mean, it was whoever you know got to me first, and Devoe got to me first with his uh, with his impressive marketing and just the stories. It was it was great, and it, it kind of hooked me in. And ever since, I couldn't stop. But a deck of cards because. A deck of cards is so portable. I mean, it's, it's such a small thing to carry with you and can have such a great impact on, on your audience, whether it be magic or cardistry, whichever one. And that's why I kind of chose cards as opposed to anything else, like coins or something. And then probably, I mean, I don't know if you guys out there know, but Andre's family has a long history in gymnastics. So I think probably, you know, even if it's subconsciously, that might have affected, you know, your, uh, you know, uh, liking that you know that that type dexterity related art form um right it's right kind of, it did it, my parents traveled all over europe and uh, eventually i came to america and my dad was an acrobat for 30 years and uh and served you and i following a step footsteps someday so yeah he, i get a lot of inspiration from him richard do you want to attack team this and uh bring a question up from the back of the thread righty uh, so yeah, Andre's got a lot of cool moves. So this guy's asking if you were going to give a new flourisher advice on practicing creating their flourishes and their own style, what would you say? Well, in in style, you first have to realize that you have to build a strong base first. You, you have to you have to get a, a good knowledge of the basic moves and uh, from a whole bunch of different aspects. And only when you build a strong foundation can you develop your own style. But while doing it, you you can never forget your own personality because in the end, that's what it is, and individuality counts. And 
that's all part of it. And when you create flourishes, it just it just comes to you. I mean, inspiration comes from a, a lot of different sources, and it's always different each time. So, um, from the front of the thread, it kind of works alongside that by Dragon Five Two One. He's asking, where do you find that inspiration that you were just talking about from the flourishes you create now? Like what? Like, is it movies? Is it something random? Is it gymnastics? Where do you find the inspiration? Like, where does it come from? Uh, I, f- I find the inspiration everywhere from from my parents, from certain card manipulators uh, uh, online like uh, The Vert, Philip McCauley, uh, Dan and Dave, Daniel Madison, Richard. I mean, all those guys are pioneers in cardistry, and, Emerson- and I still look at their videos for inspiration because they've always kind of been there, and uh, they'll, they'll always be at the forefront of the art. Okay. All right. Also, the other question was asked by Eric Walling. Uh, this one by Bicycle Magic. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, also, do you plan on pursuing magic as well as cardistry? Um, magic, I actually do magic for uh, audiences, but I don't really do it online because I specialize in cardistry. But uh, magic is fun for me, and uh, let's see. Sorry, can you repeat the question? I totally lost it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, uh, where do you see yourself in five years, if you want to answer oh, okay, that? Okay, okay, got it, got it. <laughs> In five years, I see myself performing on stage. Uh, I'll be releasing a video, a new video soon of me performing in front of uh, 800 people in a Cirque du Soleil at uh, Las Vegas Treasure Island. It's a huge stage, 800 people. Chris Angel attended a lot of a lot of big names, and I'll be uploading it pretty soon. So right. in five years, I will be on stage. I can promise you that. So you got a, a close up of that one? Excuse me. Did you get a close up shot of that one? Uh, yeah, uh, I think so. Okay. They'll be sending me my footage. I don't. I don't have it yet. I don't have their footage. Their piece of footage of it yet. When we get it, we'll definitely post it in like the media section or something. Yeah. Um. Here we go. Let's see. Uh. This this one is uh. Let's see. This one's by Squirrel Magics. It's uh, on page one of the thread. Uh. I know you've been into cardistry for a while, but how long has it been since you started? Like, when was this? When did you get started? Um. Started in two thousand two when I stumbled upon Illusionist. That's where it all began. But I guess before then, I mean, I, I was doing like, I, I went to magic shops all the time. In, in Vegas, there's a chain of uh, Houdini's and magic shops, so I always attended, and and that's how I pretty much got started. And, and uh, well, I was going to ask another question before Richard I was going to go to his. This one was like... This one, well, I'm not going to ask this because I already know the answer. It's by CardGuy90. He says, if you had a makeout session with any member of Theory 11, who would it be? But I think I can go ahead and answer that on behalf of Andre. And obviously, you know, there's only there's only one person involved in Theory 11 that I think that would be, and that's me. So, Richard, you can go ahead and ask your question. <laughs> with, 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 to... with apologies to Katie Eggleston. <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying to find one, but uh, a lot of people brought up questions asking about uh, – I just said a boot, didn't I? Uh, about uh, how good you are at magic and like a lot of stuff, and why do you like magic and all that kind of stuff? So, is uh, the magic what you do, or can you explain like the distinguishing things and all that? Um, like, what's well, different about magic and what you do? Uh, I guess I don't know. It just goes back to what I've answered before. It's, it's like I don't know. It just got it. just hit me, you know. Just like something, something click with different people. For some people, it's gymnastics. For some people, it's painting. For some people, it's singing. For me, it just happened to be cars. I don't really know exactly the reason why, how it distinguishes, but it's just my passion. And I think through the years, I've developed, I've developed and came to be where I am today, and I'm proud to be working with Theory 11. So, yeah. All right. I'm looking for our next question here. What is, do you have a favorite flourish, asks Fatal Ace. 
self-made or not, just in general? Favorite flourish uh, would have to be the spring. I, I, the spring, yeah, hands down, no doubt. It's just one of those eye eye catches. It's pleasing. It's just the perfect cookie cutter move for attention. It's it's the uh, move for me. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to ask this one because I kind of like the answer. I think uh, this one's asked by Toad, and uh, I'm not sure if it's changed since about six months ago. But how many decks of cards do you have? How many decks of cards? Actually, when uh, I met Chris Kenner, he, he gave me more cards than I've ever owned in a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> he gave me, like, so many bricks of cards, of different cards, and uh, I can't thank him enough. But let's just say before that moment, I've had an honestly, this is, a, this is an honest answer, I've only used probably less than 20 decks in my life. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, total yeah. decks or types of decks? Total decks, like total, like network net. What like do you What do you do with them when they What do you do with them when they're like oily and dirty? Do you put them in the washing machine or like just like? <laughs> yeah, I wash them from time to time. Uh, I take I take a bath hanging. with my cards daily. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> I think bathing with oh, your but, cards. Uh, is... I, I think I think my hand condition, which is kind of moist, it's actually very very moist, and the climate, it, it kind of like made my car. It kind of made a virtual powder deck, and it, it kind of lasted me forever forever it, just, it would never so i would never have to throw it away and i would keep it so essentially so you're, you're saying that andre jick uh sweats fanning powder <laughs> yeah pretty much uh a new what product yes <laughs> we're going to bottle it and sell it for uh 4.95 theory11.com oh, exclusive great. what I'm kind of cards did you right use now. what what kind of cards were they uh tally holes uh, actually i've only had like three tally holes in my life but most of them were bicycles, yeah. Red bicycles, red, red tally ho, circle fan back, or rather circle back, red tally ho are my favorite deck of cards. And this is, of course, before Tier 11 started selling their own playing cards. Absolutely, right, Andre? Right, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right, right. Right, right. All right, uh, we've got around eight minutes left, so I'm going to see, keep, it, uh, keep it coming. It says, you have some very unique flourishes you've created. Uh, this is by Ben Long on page two, I believe. Um, and we already talked a little bit about creation inspiration but this was a type a little bit of a different uh, twist on that question he says when you create do you have a desired visual quality in mind or you just fool around and see what happens most of the time i fool around and see what happens and most of the time for some reason it just happens to be something great looking sometimes it doesn't of course but actually most of the time most of my good ones like the best of my flourishes actually came from when i when i went at night to bed and i was laying there in bed and i'm half asleep and since you can picture flourishes in your mind, you never really drop cards. So you can picture pretty much anything happening, and you're like, wow, if this looks so damn good here, why can't I make it happen? And that's just kind of what happens sometimes. And I just try it in real life, and it clicks. So, you know, that's how it is. Kind of on the spur of the moment. What is, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to find out the question here. Oh, I, I, have, uh, I think I see, I see one right here. Here, let me answer Uh Darian's asking what happened in 2005, Hand Oh, the tournament. I want to answer that one. Yeah, the tournament. Basically, what happened was uh, I was a uh, part of Devo's forum for uh, a while, and I participated in this tournament, and uh, it went great. Uh, over 40 people lasted for like, a bit less than a year, a uh, long time, I guess, and uh, I won as a result at the end of it. And uh, me and Devo had gotten close, and uh, I was get, I was gonna go to Ullman and participate in his uh, trials, or I was gonna be part of his community, a, a big part of his uh, future. And 
something happened, and I'm not sure why. Due to professional differences, uh, I still I still wonder why our uh, relation broke up. But uh, at the end uh, at the end of it, I never really got anything, and uh, there was a lot of false accusations. And and at the end of the day, I still have to thank Devo for what he's done for the art form because he, he really has uh, spread it to you know immense uh, immense proportions, and a lot of people know of it. And uh, at the end of the day, I still have to thank him for what he's done because if it wasn't for him, then I wouldn't be here today. That's true. I think, you know, along what you just said, uh, you know, it's magic such like a niche community. It's like, you know, you don't you don't have like uh, divisions uh, in other tiny art forms of like, you know, people that like right. sculptors don't hate uh, canvas painters. And right. Stuff. It's, exactly. You know, it's, it's like working together. It's, uh, every style has to be combi- not combined, but in a, in a way you can't you can't be prejudiced against someone who's who's different because at the end of the day, it's when you combine styles and you combine everything to make your own personality and if you're just sticking to one person and their material, your performance in real life for live audiences is going to be flawed because you're only you're stuck to only to only that. Yeah. And I think it's important to have variety because at the end of the day, that's what makes you a versatile performer is knowing all as, all aspects of the art, and that's what I'm here for. And I think a lot of more people should realize that instead of trying to separate everything from Andre style to DeVoe style to Dan and Dave's. I mean, at the end of the day, you. It's beneficial to know everything, both right. sides and, and to, and for to be able to respect everything, so that you know, right. the, at the end of the day, we're all trying to work towards uh, the same goal. So whether you're a magician or into cardistry, or you're a, a new person in magic, or you've been experienced, I think it's best for everybody to acknowledge that everyone's going to have different interests. But as an art form, collectively, or as multiple art forms, whatever way you want to look at it, it's all related. So the best, you know, the more people can work together and at least try to have the advancement of things as as they're. Uh, bread and butter. I think it's it's the best. Exactly, and as fragmented as this little art form is, uh, we need to work together to succeed. So, I think everyone should get together and start learning a bit of everything. It's true, especially in, yeah. Instead of hating on people's styles, well, you only do cuts. Yeah, I mean it's flawed. If you only do cuts, or if you only do springs, if you only do arm spreads, you're flawed. You have to be able to do everything in order to be a versatile performer. Because at the end of the day, that's what audiences want to see. They want to see more than just cuts. They want to see more than just magic. They want to see what separates you from everyone else and why are you different? Why are you so great? Why are you in front of them? Why are you performing? Good point. All right, and here's another thing. Uh, somebody else asked, or actually I'm not sure who, but said that you kind of came out of nowhere. And I think part of it is because uh, you were gone for at least a year, was it? Yeah, I, th- I think more than a year, and uh, again, it refers back to the tournament. I mean, ever since uh, the feud, I kind of I took that anger, which brings me back to what I wanted to say. If when you when you rise to the top, I guess when you when you become when you realize your goal, you're gonna have to go through a path which which involves a lot of negativity from a lot of people, and it depends on how you deal with it. So you take that negativity and you and you change that energy into something like fuel that lets you keep going into even farther. So. I kind of took that feud and I, and I transformed it into into fuel to keep going longer and longer. And I left the, the internet for a while because it allowed me to be able to create my own things without having other influences. And I came back with yeah, and I came back with the material that the world has never seen before. And I keep creating that because that, that's just the way it went. So you're in the groove. Yep. Oh, here's another question. I see. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the motivation to keep me practicing for ten plus hours. What is it? Uh, Crack. Let's see. <laughs> I don't know. Red Bull. Speaking of Red Bull. Four years. <laughs> yeah. 
Red Bull, exactly. No, the three to four years, the first three or four years, yeah, pretty much 10 plus hours of, of work, constant work. But after that, I mean, everything becomes easier and you don't really need those 10 hours. But presently, the deck is always in my hands. And like I, like I said on my profile, it's just, there really is no need for inspiration. I mean, actually there is, but... You know, it's all those it's all those guys on the internet, like I mentioned, that that keep me going to, and that's why I practice so much because of them. Cool. Still going. What cards are in your hand right now? Uh, actually, I've got my cell phone and my mouse on my hand. <laughs> uh, am I the only ones with cards in their hands right now, Richard? Uh, I got split spades. That's what I'm holding. I'm holding the white split oh, spades. Oh crap! All right, I got them. I got them. They are brown wins. <laughs> Actually, no, they are Centurions. Yes. Bingo. Yes, I got some Centurions. Keep JB happy. Absolutely, absolutely. Available exclusively at Theory11.com. Not an obvious plug at all, I don't think, you know? Just... <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything else, Richard, you can think of? I mean, I think we've gone through a good sampling of the questions. We've got like two minutes left, I think. Um, is there anything else you wanted to to address or, or talk about specifically in this um, while we have the opportunity with some, you know, multiple people on the phone? Uh. In terms of discussion, I'm not sure. Uh, for the people who are asking about the whole magic thing, I don't know if they were just confused or not. But if you want to know more about Cardistry, uh, you can check out cardistry.com, and there are a few links to Theory 11 and a good uh, frequently asked questions thing. Might find it helpful. By the way, uh, by the way, I do not do magic for uh, online. So with Theory 11, you won't be seeing me do magic in any time soon. So that's the answer to that question. And uh, I apologize if I didn't get to everyone, but I tried to answer my questions in a way that kind of incorporated a lot of other questions. So if yeah, I didn't that, mention names, pardon. I think we got through, you know, a, a good sampling of them. So, like, you know, in, in weeks past, I know some of you guys out there have been upset that your question might not have been asked, or we tried, we didn't get, you know, this question answered, but we tried to, you know, <laughs> attacking the thread from two angles. Richard and I, I think we got a good sampling of the questions in here, and we got through a lot of them for 20 minutes of uh, discussion. So. I think that's all we got for tonight. The time now is around 10.45, so we're about 20 minutes later, and this is going to go up in 15 minutes from right now at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Today is Saturday, the 5th of July. Happy 4th of July to everyone in the U.S. Uh, Andre, I don't know if you count because you're from Russia, and Richard, you certainly don't count because you're in Canada. <laughs> I live in Vegas, man. Right. Vegas, Vegas, uh, Turkestan, Russia. <laughs> <laughs> it's a suburb of Russia. It's it's in eastern Russia on the west side. I don't know right. if you know this. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking now, and we're going to stop recording, but I will talk to you all next week for next week's Saturday Night Contest. Uh, chat with you all soon. Peace. See you.